0: Hey guys, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor, doing a drive home podcast a little early today, got out a tad, a couple hours early, it's always good to get out a little early on Friday because the shit shows usually start around closing time and people start coming in at the last minute wanting, you know, that uh, help that they needed like a month ago, but that's the way it goes sometimes, and today it's not my turn. I have a few call-ins. I'll get to those, but uh, first, I wanted to kind of get into my topic, which was uh, Glenn Holstrom from uh, Radio Grognard did a podcast about different types of assassins. Assassin class has always been one of those tricky classes because I, I'm sure it, it can it's a playable class, but I think it suits better as an NPC than. Uh, you know, a, a, a playable class, unless you have a campaign or adventure that's kind of geared around a assassin-type thing. It's almost got to be mission-based. Because, I mean, if you think about it, pretty much every class that there is, is are monster assassins. That's what they go out and do. It's not like they're going out to talk with them. It's not like they're going out to teach them how to dance. They're going out there to murder them and take their shit. Or an assassin's—it's specifically, you know, it's a trained killer for different stuff. It's—it's it's almost like a. I get why they put it in there, but I almost think it's unnecessary because I think any of those classes you could specialize in that, um, and I think it would work. And then the way they developed the assassin class, and I'm I'm specifically talking about the first edition, and I've seen some other editions, but they kind of base it off a thief class, which I understand because the thief is stealthy, the thief is deceptive, and that's all the assassins are. But if you're an assassin, one of the things you, I mean, I'm I'm making assumptions here, but in my uh, way of thinking is, is an assassin needs to be able to blend in. Well, if you're an assassin and you want to be in a mercenary company, well, you can't wear any armor or you know you can't use you know different things. they put on these weird limitations that don't make any sense in a way other than that it is part of a thieves class. I think it's almost be a it could be more of a specialization for any of the classes actually, like you could have a fighter assassin or a mage assassin or something like that. But should you want to run an assassin-type character in a campaign, I think you have to gear that campaign and the adventures around that. As in, you know, uh, an assassin is basically, you know, a lot of times a hired killer who who um, is like a non-emotionally, you know, uh, attached Person who's going after the going after different folks, so in that case, you're gonna have to gear your adventures around these what I call you know, what I for lack of a better word, you know, missions. So at the beginning of your first thing, it's like, okay, this guy comes in and he's gonna give you 100 gold pieces to go kill the Baron of Dumford, and then the GM would have to develop an adventure around it and that would be a lot of fun i think that would be good but an assassin within an adventuring party just doesn't fit to me i mean i guess it can meld into the party and like say the party was in a i don't know a city and the assassin wanted to kill uh, somebody important in the city or just someone it doesn't even have to be important and they could use the party to get in close with them so they eventually they could score but the the thing is is especially in any d it's hard to hide your that you are an assassin i know i tried it a few times and granted when i did try to run an assassin character you know we were this was back in the 80s so our tact was less and you know trying to hide our uh, character sheet only brought suspicion anyways, everybody, you know, you always had that nosy little fucker who always wanted to look on your character sheet and see all your shit that they had, especially if it was a thief because he wanted to see what he could steal from you. Um, so like trying to hide, so like if you hide your character sheet, a lot of time, you know, brought up suspicion anyways, but it was just tough to do. Uh, and I, and I don't imagine it being any easier. I mean, these days it could be, especially online. You know, you can, you don't, you're not sitting around a table or sitting on the, your bedroom floor with your character sheets in front of you. you. You know, you've got them online and you can just portray yourself as whatever. But again, you need that flexibility to become whatever you need to become to complete the mission. And with the way the class is written, it's very limiting because you can't, you can't just become a fighter because the rolls will rolls will demonstrate that even though they might not see your character sheet it's like well you rolled a 16 well I'm a fighter how come you didn't hit them and we're the same level or something like that it'll it you know the the meta part of it will come out and while you might have good players that that will ignore that part it, it's still I don't know I don't think it's it's a good playable class unless your campaign is specifically geared around that type of campaign and i could be completely full of shit with this guys and if you guys have run an assassin in a regular adventuring party and it's been successful please call me let me know what you did i'm very curious about this because when glenn was talking i mean there's different types of assassins but generally you know it's the same no matter what um in all the different uh systems that i've seen it in it's kind of a reflection of what the first edition assassin is and even the bx one is kind of in a similar um fashion i haven't got to see the whole thing and i I can't say i remember it exactly but from what i remember it was pretty close to uh the original one um but that yeah that's what i wanted to talk about the guys so Uh, my take on the assassin there's i think it could be a great campaign but again i think you have to be be specific and gear that campaign around that person or around that class so but my my solution to would that be is just have almost like a specialization type class if somebody wanted to play assassin i would say like you know what's your gig do you want to be a thief assassin do you want to be a fighter assassin you know kind of and just kind of bolt it on there and just figure it out with the with the person because i i think it's just too uh, um specialized of a class it's more of an npc it's almost like having a um, alchemist or a or a scribe as a player you know a player character so give me a call guys let me know what you think i'm very interested so all right, uh, that's it for the main topic. Now I'm going to move on to the phone calls. and I got some real nice ones here, so uh, I forget. I think I've got Che Webster up first. He's going to be starting his second season of Roleplay Rescue, and I really dig Che's uh, podcast, really do. I think it's great. And um, give it a listen, Roleplay Rescue, but let's uh, grab his messages.
1: Hey Tim, it's Che, Roleplay Rescue. Creative crutches, eh? Um, mine's reading, um, especially RPG books. Um, I should be drawing a map. I should be writing um, for whatever it is I'm, I'm, I'm working on for a game. And I uh, I get a kind of deep-seated fear that I'm going to be, it's going to be rubbish and I'm an imposter, really. Um, and so I go and read I pick up a rule book and I start flipping through it or I go and find something I've bought and read it because, hey, I bought all these books, so I better read them sometime. And it seems like a good excuse, but in the end, it's just not me. It's me not doing stuff, you know. So that's my crutch. Um, crikey, talk about flaky GMA. Eh? Cheers, mate. Keep going. All the best.
0: You know what? I Thanks, Jay, for calling in. It's so funny what we'll do... To keep us from doing what we should be doing. It's like if if I should be writing, I'll draw a map. If I'm drawing a map, I'll be playing a video game. If I'm trying to do some research on a topic of a maybe an adventure, I'll read, like Jay did, I'll grab another book off the shelf and read something completely different. It's funny what we'll do to kind of avoid what we should be doing. And I think we're all guilty of it. I don't know. I mean, some folks, they have to be focused because you know, th- those guys out there are making a living at it. They wouldn't be making a living at it if, if they did that that much. And I, and I really try to be aware of that because in this world of overstimulation, whether it's the internet, your phones, access to all the information in the world, You know, you fall down that YouTube hole, you know, you go in there looking for research on like ruins in Ireland and find the, you know, cool locations and finding some cool names. But then an hour later, you're watching cats jump on each other. It's like, wait, what, what, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I speak from experience and my wife comes in and catches me all the damn time. So again, thank you, Che, for calling in.
2: Hey, Tim. This is Rob from Down in a Heat podcast. Thanks for your calls to my podcast. My creative crutch is definitely tinkering with game systems and Frankensteining uh, different system elements together. And I do that when I should be working on adventures or... Random encounter tables, etc., for the game I'm running. And my time sink is definitely watching old movies and rereading favorite novels and history books. I don't know how many times I've watched The Maltese Falcon and Double Indemnity and Jaws and Blade Runner and all these things. Instead of watching something new, I often will just kick back and relax and. Watch an old favorite. It's just a easy way to unwind and pass the time. Thanks.
0: That was another first-time caller, Rob C. Uh, he has the, uh, what's your uh, heap, heap, heap. What is it called? Down in the Heap podcast? Oh, shit. I'm sorry, Rob. I forgot. Uh, I just listened to one of the episodes, too. God, I hate that. Uh, but Rob C, yeah, thank you for calling in. The, it, again, the uh, tinkering—I've done that before. One of one of the things I fall into is trying to figure out a magic system that's not fancying, and I always fail. I suck at doing that stuff. I, I want to try to make a, you know, a magic system where the magic's a little bit more flexible, a little bit more fluid. And I don't know why I look, don't go directly to systems that kind of already do that because I want to make my own and implement it because I've did the spell points thing and I've kind of did variations of the Vancian system but kind of not. And uh, just when I think I got it, it's, it's like I, I bring it to people. I think, oh, I got this. And then I present it to people and then they start talking about it. And, and it's like... It's like watching your matchstick house just start falling apart one matchstick at a time until it just kind of leans to the left and crumbles into a pile of matchsticks. So, yeah, I get that one. And sometimes I'll do that to avoid stuff, too. So, again, Rob, thank you for uh, calling in. And I apologize again for not remembering your podcast name. I know it's Down in the Heap or Heap something. Ah, I wish I remembered but maybe people go out there, go find it. It's Rob C. It bothered me too much. It was Down in a Heap by Rob C. That's his podcast. So there, I found it.
1: (laughs) Hi, Tim. Incoming message from Spike Pit. (laughs) You made me laugh, man. I'm more Spike Pit than Colin Green now. I guess, is that official? It's got the Gothridge Manor seal of approval. (laughs) I'd like to think... uh, Does that put me up with like uh, Sting and The Edge and uh, Prince and one of them strange dudes? (laughs) Anyways, uh, enjoying your show as always. Uh, And look, I'm going to have to take it. I I said to Ivy, I'm going to have to take a little bit of a leaf out of your book, man, and look into this web page thing because your stuff just gets spread all over the place otherwise. It's a nightmare, isn't it? Latest dude. Oh yeah, and wow, way to distract myself. I was supposed to be talking about <laughs> I was supposed to be talking about creative crutches. Well I failed on that one. But too true, too true, mate, that it is brutal. I've been wanting to do some more like drawing and painting and stuff like that and invariably I end up doing call ins and recording podcasts and stuff like that, which is all well and good and I enjoy it but it does kind of come quite easily to me and it, uh, and I steer myself away from perhaps some of the a little bit more challenging things, uh, like the actual artwork. I want to get into some digital things and there's stuff I don't know, so I'm turning away from it a little bit and it just takes quite a lot of time and concentration to sit down and do some drawing and I need to get that sorted. So perhaps people will... Give me some messages. Give me some stick, man. Cheers. Later.
0: And that was none other than Spike Pit. Yes, it is official. You are now one of those uh, uh, you know, one name people. Nobody needs to know your last name because you don't have one. You are unless it's, you know, Spike and then last name's Pit, but I believe it's all one word. You don't need two words when you're when you're a Spike Pit. The funny thing is, is he got Colin got distracted by the Colin which he was talking about, which distracts him from being cre- creative, which is a lot funny. <laughs> One of the I, I get get a Colin because you are Mr. Colin? I mean, you. I mean, when we first started this, it's almost been a year now, Colin. Can you believe it? Um. Maybe it's been over a year for me. I know I'm coming up here pretty soon. I don't think I'm quite... I think in April I'll be doing this for about a year. Uh, but getting that social interaction, that that's what I kind of talk about with the internet too. Whether it's calling into the, to podcasts or answering some question on Google Hangouts or Facebook. Pick your social media. You know, it's another distraction that you can get caught up in. Instagram, um, I, I really, I'm not good at those anyways. I'm not really, I don't get distracted by those as much. I really don't. In fact, I wish I was more involved with them. I tend to, because they're so noisy for me. And during the day, I, I, you know, I just, I get a lot of noise. So I do enjoy just having it quiet. You know, I guess not quiet, because I I'd still listen to your guys' podcasts while i'm doing it and i'll call into some i I seem to go into phases where i'll do a bunch of call-ins and then i'm or i'm just listening to everything and and uh whatnot so but calling thank you for calling in and please get back to your artwork i want to see more art from you man actually i might be uh checking calling you and uh getting you maybe to do a piece for me or something. So that way you'll have to focus on that instead of distracting with, with these ins or whatever, but you got to still call into my, just, just get, you know, stop calling Hobbs and you'll be fine. You'll free up a lot of time for you. (laughs) All right, guys, that's the end of the show for this Friday. Thanks for everyone who's listening. It, it seems like my podcast is making huge jumps. Uh, I've made another big jump in, in listens. Um, I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm getting close to I think 150, uh, I podcast, which is great. Uh, last month, I believe I got 40, four four thousand six six hundred and forty six. Is where it was forty six forty six, and this month it looks like I'm gonna like shoot past uh, Five thousand, and I, I may have because I think I almost have three thousand right now, and it's only what the the eighth. It's a short month, but I still might hit. You know, I haven't got a chance of hitting six grand. I don't know. We'll find out. I, I don't get caught up with the numbers, but I'll tell you what, it's it's kind of nice seeing it kind of climb like that. And you know, when you're doing this, sometimes you you feel like you're in an echo chamber, except for a few of the good, you know, really great f- f- call-ins, but. Sometimes you wonder, who are these other people who are listening to me? I don't know you. So it's kind of funny. All right, guys, take care. Roll better than me, and we'll talk soon.